subscribers, start your engines because it's time for Not Boring Workout's first ever automotive edition we're calling The Story of Bertha Benz Will Drive You Through Leg Day Workout. Yep, everyone hates leg day, but you will barely notice how much it sucks today because you're going to spend the next 15 minutes or so wondering how the hell you've never heard of Bertha Benz. Let's get warmed up with jumping jacks. During this exercise and all of our exercises, all you have to do is get going, and when it's time to stop, you'll hear this handy little ding. Great. Keep going with those jumping jacks. If you were to picture a Venn diagram in which one circle is the history of cars and the other circle is the history of women, the overlap would appear to be extraordinarily small. The truth is that, of course, as usual, many women played essential roles in the evolution of the automobile, but for some reason, their stories are rarely told. I wonder why. And so this workout could be about Mary Anderson, who invented the windshield wiper. It could be about Florence Lawrence, who was the first person to customize her car with turn and brake signals. But today, we're talking about Bertha Benz. Come back to standing and let's do lunges. Step forward with your left leg and slowly lower your body until your front knee is bent at about 90 degrees while your rear knee is just off the floor. Keep that torso upright, shoulders down and back, look forward. Pause, then push off your left foot and return to the standing position as quickly as you can. On your next rep, step forward with your right leg. Continue to alternate back and forth, you've got it. Bertha was born on May 3rd, 1849 in the Grand Duchy of Baden. Pretty sure I've said that wrong. Also, I like to think it's pronounced Grand Duchy of Baden, but I don't know. But anywho, this area later became part of Germany. Bertha was the third of nine children, which is about nine too many. Just kidding, but it's really, it's a lot. Her father worked his way up from carpenter to master builder, saving up enough money to send his children, including his daughters, to boarding school. What a pioneer. Sending his daughters, too. All right. After 10 years of boarding school, Bertha met Carl Benz. Carl was a mechanical engineer, and at the time he met Bertha, he and his business partner, August Ritter, owned and operated an iron foundry and workshop that was not doing very well. Bertha quickly found out that the problem was Ritter and used a portion of what was to be her dowry to buy him out. She was only allowed to do this because she was unmarried and married women were not permitted to directly invest money or own businesses. Let's keep on burning up those legs with wide squats. You want to set your feet out a bit wider than your shoulders and get started doing squats. It's better to go slow and low than to pop up and down. Got it? Okay, I hope so. I can't see you. In 1872, Bertha and Carl were married. While legally, at the time this meant her share of the business was completely turned over to Carl, she remained fully involved in the company. After 10 years focusing on developing the first two-stroke engine, a series of conflicts with new partners led them to sell their remaining shares and leave the business. 
Soon after, Bertha again put up her own money to allow Carl to invest in a bicycle manufacturer. The business soon expanded into a range of mechanical devices, including early gas-powered engines. Things were going well enough that Carl was able to dedicate himself to a long-time dream. The horseless carriage. All right, get on the floor. Start on all fours for donkey kicks. Yeah, that's right, I said it. Position your hands underneath your shoulders and place your knees under your hips. Keep your right knee bent at 90 degrees and flex the foot as you lift the knee until it's level with the hip. I hate to say it, but I feel the best way to describe this one is it's that dog peeing position, okay? Lower the knee down without touching the floor and repeat the lift. Do this only with your right leg. I will tell you when to switch. In 1885, work was completed on what was essentially the very first car, which they called the motor wagon. I get it. Bertha was involved every step of the way, though she gets no credit for it. She does here. She was responsible for developing the first brake pads and made key contributions to everything from wiring to fuel lines. And she was also a test driver, meaning that a woman was one of the first people in history to drive a car, which is wild because Saudi Arabia just gave women the right to drive them. Switch legs. You're now doing those crazy donkey kicks on the left side. She also kept pumping her own money into the company and would hold patent rights under modern law. But as a married woman, she was not allowed to be named as an inventor on the patent at that time. Ho ho ho! I think it's really amusing that the incels and MGTOWs, if you don't know about them, maybe we'll do an episode. Uh, they think that men created everything because that's all they've been taught, but actually women weren't allowed to create things or get any credit for them when they did. <laughs> oh, and while she was doing all of this, she gave birth to five children. Once again, that's too many. All right, let's keep leg day going with mountain climbers. Get yourself into a push-up position and then keeping your hands flat and arms straight, you basically wanna start running in place. Try to get your knees to your chest with each stride. You look so fucking sexy, you got this. Over the next few years, Bertha and Carl continued to develop the motor wagon, which is really what I want to call it from now on, um, resulting in the Model 3, which had two rear wheels powered by their patented engine and a single front wheel for steering. Unfortunately, it seemed they were ahead of their time and it was not an immediate sales success. Carl began to lose faith in their invention and the company was falling into serious financial difficulties. But Bertha, our badass bitch of the day, was not ready to give up. It was 1888 and these early automobiles were still being driven almost exclusively on short road trip journeys for testing purposes. 
And of course, by then, authorities had already made it illegal for women to drive. Yes, that also used to be true in America, which meant Bertha was now forced into the role of passenger. Frustrated with her husband's lack of faith and the legal ban on women driving because that, you know, would make them turn into sluts. I don't know. I made that part up. Uh, Anyway, Bertha came up with a plan. Flip over onto your back. It's time for an exercise that David has decided to just let me describe in my usual poetic way. That's right. I'm reading as we go. Hip raises. I know exactly what he's talking about. So you're on your back. Put your arms down by your sides. Palms facing down. Bend your knees. Lift your junk to the sky. Push it up to the sky. That's how I always describe it. I mean, there's no images here. So I just feel like that's the easiest way to know what we're talking about. You know what I mean? You're just, you're on your back. You bend your knees. And then you push your junk to the sky. Early on the morning of August 5th, 1889, 39-year-old Bertha, along with her 13- and 15-year-old sons, snuck out of the house and pulled away in a Model 3. The destination was to be her mother's house, located 66 miles away, making it the longest journey yet to be attempted in an automobile. I know, 66 miles doesn't sound far. I went hiking today, and I think we may have driven 66 miles. But this was 1889. The motor wagon didn't really have a fuel tank and there were no gas stations. The motor wagon ran on a petroleum product called Ligroin, which was used primarily as a chemical solvent and was sold exclusively at apothecaries. So along the way, she stopped in the town of Wieslock, I'm probably saying that wrong as well, and purchased Ligroin, which I'm also probably saying wrong, from the local chemist, making them the first gas station in the world. It's time for side leg lifts. Lie on your right side and brace your core. Make sure your upper body is in a straight line. Keep your right hand on the ground and your left hand on your hip. Slowly lift the left leg into the air, keeping it straight during the exercise. Slowly lower your left leg. Keep going and once again, I will tell you when to switch sides. Getting fuel was just one of many challenges. Since the motor wagon had never been driven such a long distance or for such a long duration, Bertha's skills were put to the test. When the fuel line became clogged, she used a hat pin to open it back up. Yeah, girl! When issues arose with the wiring, she repurposed her garter to provide insulation. I hope your mind was blown as much as mine was just now. Because just like there were no gas stations yet, there were also no mechanics. Okay, switch over to your other side. Leg lifts. When the original wooden block brakes began to fail, Bertha stopped at a cobbler and together they lined the blocks with leather, creating the very first brake pads. When a chain snapped, she engaged a blacksmith to make the repair. Jesus Christ, this sounds like a fucking journey. Her sons came in handy too, because sometimes men are useful. I'm just kidding. Okay, boys, calm down. All right, it turned out the gears in the car 
were not enough to carry the car up the steeper hills, so the boys got out and pushed. They also had to stop by rivers and lakes to get water, which had to be poured over the engine to keep it from overheating. Jesus Christ, it's like you might as well walk. Now make your way back to standing. Once you're there, let's do high knee raises. This is pretty much like marching, but each time you raise your knee, you want to add a little ab crunch by touching your knee to your opposite elbow. So, right knee comes up, left elbow comes in, they touch, then you do it on the other side. Go! After a journey of more than 12 hours, ah, I guess it's still a lot faster than walking 60-some miles, Bertha and her sons arrived safely at her mother's house. Bertha sent her concerned but not surprised husband a telegram that evening and completed the return trip a few days later. I hope her teenage sons respected that they had a badass bitch for a mother who was like, hop on in boys, we're going on a fucked up adventure. I also love that she put them to work because <laughs> child labor laws, what? The story of Bertha's journey was quickly picked up by the press, which is exactly what Bertha was hoping for. Not only had Bertha demonstrated that the motor wagon could travel a great distance, but she sparked the public fascination with the access and freedom that cars could offer the world. Bertha's road trip marked the beginning of the modern automotive age and saved the company she built with her husband. You're almost done, friends! Let's finish off leg day with side lunges. Stand tall, keep your core tight, and make sure your feet are shoulder width apart. Bring your hands together for balance. Step directly to the left, leaving your right foot in place. Bend the left knee and pause once the upper left thigh is parallel to the ground. Your right leg should be completely straight. Then push off the ground to return to the starting position and repeat on the right side keep going. Thanks to the continued legal restrictions on women, Bertha was never able to own stock in her husband's company or share credit for the numerous patents to which she contributed. Even so, Bertha continued to be directly involved in the evolution of what would one day become the Mercedes-Benz. Bertha lived to be 95 years old, passing away in 1944. Kind of a weird time to die in Germany. Anywho, or I guess a perfectly normal time to die in Germany. Okay, uh, that got dark at the very end. In 2008, Germany commemorated her journey by creating the Bertha Benz Memorial Route, allowing modern drivers to experience the world's first road trip. In 2016, Bertha was inducted into the Automobile Hall of Fame, arguably far too late, but better late than never. In his memoirs, Carl Benz wrote, Only one person remained with me in the small ship of life when it seemed destined to sink. That was my wife. Bravely and resolutely, she set the new sails of hope. Thank you, Carl. Look at that! You made it through leg day. Take a little time now to do a few stretches. You can reach straight down to touch your toes, spread your legs a bit wider to extend the stretch. Whatever you need to do, no one can see you, so go crazy. 
It's been almost 140 years since Bertha hit the road, and it's been slow going for women in the automotive industry. In 2014, Mary Barra became the first and so far only CEO of a major car manufacturer when she took over General Motors. There are fewer than six female drivers at the top level of NASCAR and only a single female team owner. The story of Bertha Benz is one of many rarely told stories of critical contributions made to key industries by women. So make sure you share this with a friend, wink, wink. And so ends today's Not Boring Workout. As always, we thank you so much for spending time with us, and we hope that you will tell your friends to check out Not Boring Workouts. It seriously helps us out so much if you're enjoying these to tell a friend. We hope that we are providing you with a fun way to work out in quarantine because Jesus Christ does working out and quarantine suck. Please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you had fun today, please consider supporting us. You can toss us a tip on Venmo at Not Boring Workouts, or you can visit us at patreon.com slash notboringworkouts. See you next time.